everybody, it's Danny. And I'm Nick. And we're here for another episode of Sister Shelves. Where have we the been? Podcast. Well, it's summer. Hell yeah, it is. So we are enjoying all of the things that come along with summer, like the mosquito bites. <laughs> oh, we almost landed on the same almost, lily pad. Almost. Um, it's like people soup out there, but not today. <laughs> it's actually, you know, where we're located. <laughs> not so Somewhere bad. In the States. <laughs> not so bad. It's kind of mild. And we are fortunate enough to not be affected by the haze and smoke that some or the of the orange sun. I guess yeah. the sun is orange anyway, yeah. but like orange the sun. Poor Northeast. What a yes. real bummer. And you have to go there soon. That's right. And the people of Canada. Hope, hope all hope all clears up soon. Yes. All right. Well, we're here not to talk about global warming and wildfire flames, <laughs> but rather a book. There are Sexy flames in this book. Though. That's right. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. So this this month we're discussing Just My Type by Fallon Ballard. Let's let's get into the synopsis. Okay. So Lana Parker is an expert girlfriend, but after she breaks up with her boyfriend, who was her boyfriend in high school, um, she has bounced from long term relationship to long term relationship and doesn't know how to be single. Um, she's also a dating and relationship columnist for an online website. Um, but when she finds herself single, she wants, she's like, I need to take a break. Um, well, that's kind of forced on her. Well, the, the concept, the concept. Yes, yes, yes. So then the high school boyfriend, the ex-boyfriend also ends up at this relationship website. Yes. What a coincidence. Walks in like a character straight off Gossip Girl. Fuck. Yes. Um, so he is, uh, you know, he spent a lot of time as a freelance journalist traveling the world, doesn't have, like, a home base anywhere. Um, you know, they're both still, like, pissed at each other. Um, at first, he, she doesn't want to talk to him, blah, blah, blah. His name's Seth, by the way. Um, but then Lana's boss is like, oh, let's do something really unethical and pit them against each other in a writer's battle of wills. Well, as part of an acquisition, so this, yes. this smaller... Uh, Magazine, online magazine, online gets magazine, yeah, yeah. gets bought up by a bigger newspaper. Mm-hmm. What is it, the L.A. Chronicles? Something like idea. that, like a bigger newspaper. And Something so fancy. part of part of her wanting to show off her department is yes. getting something with a lot of clicks. Yes, and she's also dangling a, uh, a column in front of Lana. Right, a Some, promotion. Yeah, something that isn't relationships and dating. Um, but uh, Lana has to write about being single and staying single, and then Seth has to learn how to settle do- settle down and become a boyfriend. And they do this by doing like these challenges that they write for the other person, which actually kind of seemed kind of fun. I thought I thought I so think too. it would have been a fun, project. especially like I come from that same type of background, and like I would have loved that. That's like, an excuse to do something fun. Most of ago. them were pretty fun. Yeah, but like his were super like realistic and achievable, mm-hmm. whereas hers were like. They're a little Just, more gutsy. Yeah, well, and she was, like, trying to get back at him because he broke her heart. Right. So. So, first we'll start with our, our rating scales. So, we start with the the spice, the spice peppers. Spice. How many peppers did you give this book? I gave it four. Really? I did. Okay. I did. Say more. Um. So, I felt like there was a lot of sexual tension throughout, which, like, Definitely. I, I vibe with. I, I like that. I like the buildup. Like, the slow burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, when it came to the actual sexy time, like, it was... It was sexy. I felt like it was very hot and heavy. Like, was it every other page? No. Did I need it every other page? No. It delivered. There was some definite intimacy, too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was a good balance of, oh, this is a book written for a certain audience, and like, oh, you know, this is somewhat believable. Yeah. And it wasn't like, um, we're doing it in the back of a car, like, super right. unbelievable, or just like, we're at the top of the Empire State Building doing it, because you can't no, do the, it No, the context was good. Yes. The yeah. context was good. Super it all made sense. 
their history, their chemistry. I actually gave it two. I guess because um, it does take a large chunk of the book. It does. It does. For but anything to happen. Most of the time when I know that it's coming, I will flip through it and see where it happens. A little sneaky sneak. I didn't do that with this book. But yeah, I also no, read I this really quickly. It is a fast read. I did appreciate the, sl- the simmer. Yeah. I, I'm also a fan of the slow burn. Yeah. Um, and it was really clear. It's not, you know, it's kind of predictable, but it was sweet. Mm-hmm. It was very sweet. Which brings us to the cheese. Um, I gave it two. I gave it three. Okay. Why did you give it two? Um, I feel like this subgenre of like, I guess it's kind of like romance, rom-com type thing. Like they're typically pretty formulaic. Yes. Like I was, I knew very early on they would end up together. Yes. And again, that's okay because. I wanted I, them to. Well, and I think we chose this book after Phantom for a very specific <laughs> right. reason. We did not need yes. everyone, you know, yes. running to New Orleans and hiding in a the sewers. A happy ending is an okay thing. Yes. yes. Your love doesn't have to be underground. <laughs> exactly. Um, I just thought, uh, yes, predictable, but it was original, too. Yes. Like, with the challenges. It's yeah. kind of like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. It, That's what it kept exactly, reminding me of. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I gave it three cheeses um, because of Lana's obsession with Marvel. That, like, yes, went uh, away. And I was just like, can we just <laughs> fucking be done with this? And, like, I will say, so I, I enjoy a Marvel movie or seven. Um, however many there are, I've liked all of them until the last four that I've seen, and I've hated every single one of them. I so also done. found that it was just like the book didn't need it. Yeah, like she okay, she's quirky. Okay, she yeah. likes comics. Like that's all well and good, but it was Let's like such specific yeah. like plugs yeah. of Marvel things. Um, I wish I'd pulled one of those quotes out and, like, put it in my notes, but I didn't, and I don't have the wherewithal to, like, flip That was definitely one of the things from, like, okay, we get it. We get it. Yeah, because it was just... She's got her, you know, her Guardians of the Galaxy skirt on with her, you know, Spider-Man belt. It's like, okay, we get it. That also seems to be contradictory. Wouldn't you put Groot on your belt? I made both things up. Yes, Groot would be on all of my items. In fact, I was just given a gift very recently of four Groots in different poses that hold plants. Oh my god, that's adorable. It's amazing. Nice. It's amazing. So overall, I went four. I gave it five. I saw that on I saw that on Goodreads. You sneaky cheater. I know. I know. Um, I also saw your four. I held back. I held back, I think, in large part because of the Marvel. Yeah. I really, I did not like that. But I also was like, I can look past the Marvel because it was cute. And, like, this is a book that I would be like, hey, Grandma, read this book. Would she hate parts of it? Probably. Well, she wouldn't would get parts of it. Would she wonder what Marvel was? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. However, she does know who Baby Yoda is. That's she has a Baby Yoda. Different universe. I know. I'm aware. Have you seen the TikTok where the parents run out of all baby clothes because they're in the laundry, yes. so they put it in the yeah. baby? <laughs> little, so what is it, Grogu? Little yes. Grogu robe? Okay. So funny. <clears throat> Casting. Casting. So we've got Lana, main female lead, Seth, her eventual person who comes to work that mm-hmm. she had history with, mm-hmm. and I went ahead and casted Natasha. I did not. The boss. I did not. Okay. Who did you cast for Lana? Emma Stone. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, yeah. I get, like, kind of, like, self-deprecating. Well, also just, like, quirky. I'm thinking, like, Easy A, Mm -hmm. Emma Stone. Like, just kind of a weird person. 
Okay. I, I honestly I like think it. that's just her personality. But anyway, yeah, that's that's where I went. What about you? I vibe with her as an actress. Yes. Okay, I had two. Um, I um, thought this, she's one person. I know. I thought Vanessa Hudgens. Okay. I'm looking at somebody who can be kind of funny. Yeah. Or this is a throwback. Brenda Song. She oh, was on the Sweet Life, Life of Zach and Cody. Cody. She also did a cameo on New Girl, but she's kind of like that bubbly, yeah. like fun, like don't take yourself too seriously kind yeah. of energy. And I think she's around the correct age for this character. You know, I always yeah. try to you get try. close. Whereas I'm like, let's pick someone who's 87 years old to play a 30 year old. <laughs> oh, grandma. <laughs> All right, what about for Seth? Scott Eastwood, who, yes, that is Clint Eastwood's son. What would we know him from? Um, he was in Nicholas Sparks' movie, The Longest Ride, as a cowboy. Okay. It, okay. You should look him up. He's, I don't think he I... looks good on a horse. <laughs> but, I mean, to be fair, there are no horses in this book. Unless you count her riding him as okay. a horse. I went ahead and cast um, Adam Brody from the okay. OC. And I don't okay. know if it's because Seth Cohen. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I think and that is California. exactly why you um, did that. But the author describes him, if I recall, being kind of like dark hair, kind of all American. Oh, I'm looking at a picture of Scott Eastwood. Okay, I don't know if I'm getting journalist. But I'm getting I'm, cowboy, I'm, but maybe it's because you said that. Yes, uh, but imagine backpacking journalist. Kind of rugged, yes. Where he's a like bit of stubble, like an in, in-bed journalist. Maybe in talks in like a zone. low, gruff voice. Yes. yes, thank you, thank you. Yeah, okay. Now you see my vision. And then for Natasha, the unethical boss who is holding the puppet strings for the whole operation, Jane Krakowski from Thirty Rock. <laughs> uh oh, almost Nick my water, water. <laughs> but um, yes, that that is a good choice. Good Sharp, choice. yes. Rye, yes. Delicate features. Yes. If I had cast her, and I can't think of her, it's Judy something. Um, she's like the, in 13 going on 30, she's the um, co-worker who they oh, were the enemies. Oh, the curly hair? Oh, no, no. no they not were the friend. En- no, not oh, okay. the friend. They were enemies in junior high. Mm. Um, fuck, now I have to look it up. <clears throat> Elevator music. <laughs> While Nick looks this up, um, this would be as good of time as any to say that this concludes our non-spoilers portion of the episode. Judy Greer. I knew oh, it was Judy yeah. 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 She's got like some villain vibes. Yes, yes. Yes. This, like I was saying, is where you might want to pause if you haven't read the book, unless you don't care to have things revealed, because we will be getting into the nitty-gritty details yes. of the plot. Yes. Okay. Um, favorite part? Um, I really liked how, even though when Seth walks in the door and until several chapters after he walks in the door, um, Lana's like, I hate you, you're horrible. But then they, like, fall back into how things used to be. You know, easy banter between them. Um, they can carry on a conversation regardless of what they're talking about. And it's kind of like, oh. There's still something. Well, there. you can see why. Yeah, you see, the you spark. can see why they mattered to yes. each other. I really liked her relationship with her coworkers. Yeah, um, like I can imagine this being either like a series or a movie, just like the way that um, the author set up. Like she comes in, she looks a mess. She just got dumped by the man she thought she was going to marry. This like very vanilla character who she really had no chemistry with. Mm-hmm. She comes into work. And, like, there's a culture within her office where she 
looks a mess. She's kind of like slumped over and like everybody rallies around and they're funny. And I thought that was really fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And that really gave me the um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days yes. vibes. Yes. And they're little like the author inserts like these, uh, what was that, Slack? Like these yeah, group chat like type yeah. conversations and just like their banter is really fun. Yeah, it is really fun. And and Seth is a part of it. Yes. Which when is he of, when he enters a chat, like it's yeah. it's pretty entertaining. So I enjoyed that. Um as far as favorite character, um, I really liked Seth. I mean, he's just like pretty likable from yeah. start to finish. And he also just like he didn't come back he didn't know she was there. Like obviously it's shock to him. And he didn't stick around or like expect to be Welcomed, like he, but he he did come to LA for her. He yes, because he knew where she was. Right, yeah, which is which just is adorable. Perfect. Right, it's the ingredient to our favorite romance recipe. Yes, you know what I did not like. What besides the Marvel, obviously. the cheesy freaking sunflower tattoos that they both have. Oh yeah, I was just yeah. like big it, bum. It would have made more sense if they had both been Marvel tattoos. <laughs> But yeah, they just said I am Groot. <laughs> yeah, but they're both like, oh, here's my sunflower tattoo, and I'm like, I can't okay. see it, but put your shirt down. Let's be honest. When she pulled it up and showed hers, I was like, one cheese. When he pulls down his like waistband and he has one, I'm like, yeah. five cheese. Yes. <laughs> Especially because of where is this located? <laughs> what? Like, if you're gonna do that, like, put it on your arm and have a cool sleeve, or like, put it on your pectoral muscle where no one's gonna see it unless you're at the beach no or it's bed. like he was in a tanning bed and yes. put those stickers yes. on yes yes and he was like instead of a playboy bunny a sunflower would be really cool yeah not not wasn't my thing stuff. that clearly spoke to her though on a very deep level not my thing yeah and i thought it was adorable that he was like i used to bring you sunflowers right and they were still yep. very connected yep. they clearly thought about each other a lot but yeah no no, no. not for me i mean eat the seeds as a snack I was like, what? Yes, sunflower seeds. A lot of other, a lot of them. Grow some. Yeah. But you don't have to put them. Have you ever, like, picked them off of a dead sunflower head? No, I've not. It looks so satisfying. Like, like very. I want to grow some. I would love to, too, but. They're kind of gigantic, though. Yeah, I think they're kind of like sun suckers. They love the light. I also, like, are they good for dogs? I don't know. Um, well, yeah, I don't either. The audience, what do you think? <laughs> should we should we choose a different path? And instead of discussing books, experiment with growing sunflowers? <laughs> this would be a very short-lived podcast because yeah, after about three pass. episodes, the sunflowers would be dead. They would be dead. Um, let's see. If you enjoyed this book, you might enjoy... Watching How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Clearly. 13 going on 30. Possibly. <laughs> Um, anything written by Tessa Bailey. Pretty, I'm thinking just basically all rom-com movies. I mean, yes. this very much falls into that category. Yeah, and pretty much all rom-com books, too. But, like, definitely, like, adult romantic comedy books, not, like, YA. Yes. Because there's... Because there's history here. No sexy time. Well, it dep- depends on the book. This is true. This is true. Well, it does depend on the book. So, Nick, what are you reading <clears throat> right now? Um, I'm reading what we're reading next. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll go first, and okay. then we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so right now I'm reading The Last Good Girl by Allison Leota. And look, the cover of the book looks phenomenal. Yes, it's very beautiful. And it is about a female, um, what is she? 
DA, prosecuting attorney, oh, nice. lawyer of some sort. And she gets involved in a case where um, a college female goes missing and there's some some suspicious elements to her disappearance. And it really ties in um, the statistics that like one in five girls are raped on a college campus in the United States. It really dives into that whole topic. So I think it's very uh, relevant to right now. The writing is really cool. There's a little bit of romance in it, too. So it's so far pretty well-rounded and Something that I care about, so I'm excited to read more. Yeah, nice. So instead of talking about what I'm reading next, since I'll be talking about uh, what we're reading next, I'll talk about what I'm watching, because I'm Ooh. actually watching something. This, this is, is shocking. shocking. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, so I, ha- I have learned in my post-COVID world of myself um, that if I have not seen it before or seen part of it before, or read the book, I'm not going to watch it. Okay. I can't. I can't sit down and binge something. I can't spend 17 hours watching it. We're we're built different this way. Yeah, but if I've seen it, I'm fine. So, like, I could rewatch Gossip Girl. I could rewatch Gilmore Girls. I could rewatch Bones. Friends. Anything I've seen before. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. So, I spend an ungodly amount of time on TikTok. Yes. And I fell down the path of snippets of scenes from the TV show The Rookie which is like about cops oh. has Nathan Fillion in it it's not like the best show but okay. I started watching it and I think and it's really like it. and I like it okay. yeah. and it's because I've seen pretty much a three second clip of every sh- of every episode <laughs> from TikTok yeah, yeah. so thank, thank you, you algorithm don't take yes. it away Biden please don't <laughs> I need it to watch TV <laughs> it's sustaining an entire generation <laughs> oh god okay so Right now, you're reading what we're reading next, so give us a little bit of insight here. Yeah, so the next book is Yours Truly by Abby Jimenez. Um, This is about doctors, Mm. which is interesting. I got this book from a friend, and she was like, you have to read this. It was really, really good. We love a personal recommendation. Um, So uh, Dr. Brianna Ortiz's life is is flatlining. Her divorce is about final. Her brother needs a kidney transplant. And isn't doing well and ends up moving in with her. Um, she wants a promotion. But um, the current, like, general surgeon or chief of surgery or whoever is deciding on this promotion doesn't think it's fair that she's running uncontested. So he's waiting for someone to come along and, like, throw in their hat. Mm. No one Tension. does. Well, and that's shitty, too. No one does. But then they hire a new ER doctor. And he's like, oh, I think this new ER doctor should put his hat in the ring for this job and the new ER doctor doesn't want to because he's kind of I have a hunch he's attractive (laughs) um yes he's attractive his name is Dr. Jacob Maddox Um, what a name yes he is socially awkward though like doesn't like um doesn't like social interactions where he's like never been to the place before doesn't know what's on the menu that's fair I feel that feels like everyone at the new hospital he's at hates him. Do they? Um, Well, he killed seven patients on his first day. Like, they all just happened to die on his watch, and so they're all mad at him. Okay. Um, But anyway, uh, so he uh, learns that Brianna's brothers and kidney failure needs a transplant. And the vibe is that he's going to be giving him a kidney because he's a match. That seems like some blurred lines between work and uh huh. That's home. what I thought. I was like, interesting. Okay. You know, it's like okay. eight chapters in where this comes up, and I was kind of like, oh, interesting. So, um, I have not okay. very far in. It's okay. probably good. Otherwise, I talk about this book all day. Um, but yeah, so we'll see where this goes. But odds are, they probably fall for each other too. I would imagine. Yeah, or they fall for each other's kidneys because. <laughs> 
That was such an attractive organ. Um, mine looks just like that. It's pure. Um, but the cover looks very similar to just my type. Yes. Know, and this is Yours Truly. By Abby Jimenez. Okay. Yes. And I read Part of Your World by her, and I really liked it. Okay. Um, I also like that it's, you know, diverse characters. Right. Written by a um, minority author, female minority author. So, yeah. Well, that's great. Good so deal. we'll be here back in a month's time. And uh, we hope you'll join us again. And if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram. At sistershelves underscore podcast. That's right. And uh, stay tuned because you never know what we're going to do. We might just uh, grow some sunflowers. Or take a month and a half off and then you'll forget where we are. That's true. We might just fall off the radar. Don't forget who we are. Bye. We're cool. Bye.